That one, year number four. It's a yank on the footy with Craig Wessels. Let's all sit back and enjoy a chat about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 241 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels, coming to you from Sandusky, Ohio. Thanks for giving the episode a listen. This is the 17th of my preview episodes for this year, and I will be bringing you the preview with the GWS Giants here in just a moment. I am going to be joined by a Giants Foundation member, Wes Jasper from Canberra, and we're going to be talking all things GWS for 2023. Now, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget that if you are interested in having your local club get a shout-out during an upcoming episode, make sure you drop me a note via email at yankonthefootygmail.com or any one of my socials. You can find links to all of those in the show notes for this episode or over on my website, yankonthefooty.com. I love being able to highlight the local clubs and learn a little bit about what makes them tick. And quite frankly, I'm envious of the uh, relationship that the communities and the suburbs and the small towns have with their footy club. It's just something that it's just really, really neat to see them all come together for that club. I mean, it's just really, really enjoyable. And today's club of the episode is one that Wes recommended to me, and they are the Rokewood Corndhap Hoppers Football Club and Netball Club, I should add. Uh, The Hoppers, they play in the Central Highlands Football League in Victoria. They were founded way back in 1931 and are only one of a handful of clubs that I've come across doing the club shout-outs that actually have green incorporated into their color scheme. I haven't seen a lot of those. They've got five football and seven different netball teams, and they're in the process, as I saw on their Facebook page, of constructing two brand-new netball courts with all of the accompanying facilities that would go with those. And one of the interesting things that I found on their social media was that, that they actually offer for their junior players a pickup and drop-off service for these athletes from Ballarat to Rokewood and back again after their practices and after their training sessions. I think that is really, really cool. And I I should mention that uh, when Wes recommended I give this club a shout-out that uh, he is good friends with, and I believe he said he even played alongside the Hoppers president, Adam Walton, when he was younger. And I want to wish the Hoppers the absolute best going into 2023. So let's go ahead and jump into my chat without any further uh, delay with Wes Jasper, and we're going to talk all things GWS. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my guest for our 17th preview episode, the GWS Giants is an avid Giants Foundation member residing near their alternate home, the Manuka Oval in Canberra. I am absolutely thrilled to welcome Wes Jasper to the podcast. Wes, thanks for getting up this morning, sir, and I hope you'll save some of those bacon rolls for me. (laughs) <laughs> good morning, Craig. It's good to be here. Absolutely, there's uh, plenty of bacon to go around. <laughs> I haven't had bacon. I haven't had bacon for a while, though. I, I'm not sure how I would handle it. But uh, of course, I, of course, I just had my second bowl, big bowl of bean soup today. So I imagine I can probably handle anything right now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, so you know, pardon my naivete, but I, before we jump in too far, I need to ask the the. The obvious question that, that, at least from my standpoint, what does it mean to be a foundation member of a club? Um, look, growing up in Victoria, I'm uh, born in Melbourne, raised in Ballarat down in Victoria, so in the mm-hmm. heartland of uh, Australian rules. Um, you, you you follow the bigger clubs as a kid and, and the access to to players, to the inner sanctum, to coaches, admin staff, and all this, it's just non-existent. They're sort mm-hmm. of, you know, they're always at an arm's length. And, and mm-hmm. you go to the games and you love the games and there's 100,000 people there. Um, to be there from the ground up 
uh, with a team. So be consulted about colours, about names, about you know everything basically. From a, a, a startup crew of about twenty or thirty people, you're mm-hmm. there at the beginning, and okay. it is absolutely amazing and insightful. Um, and to watch these kids grow that have come up, the likes of Toby Green, et cetera, that you've seen from such a young age, um, come up and come through the ranks and develop as footballers and men um, and watching the club develop and the club become prof- more professional every year. And it's it's just such an amazing thing and it's something that I never, ever thought I'd be a part of. So it's it's great. That's awesome. I, I, yeah. So so if, you, if you're living in Canberra, were you living in Sydney at the time that this occurred? Or did, no, you... not at all. Okay, so... sorry. I, yeah, no. I was a as an AFL fan. I, I got an email from the AFL saying, "Hey, you know, you live in Canberra. Mm-hmm. Um, would you pay X amount of dollars to see four games of AFL live in Canberra every year?" I was like, "Yeah, of course I would." You know, where do I where do I pledge? Where do I donate? There you go. Um, okay. And, and off we went. Uh, and then you know, more emails coming through, and they said, "Hey, we're having a forum down at uh, and, and I'm going to correct you there, Craig Monica Oval." Okay. Um, we're having we're having Sorry. a forum at, at that's right. <laughs> Apology accepted. We're having no. a forum at Monica Oval, so come on down. And and there was of course Jason McCartney was there, Kevin Sheedy was there, and and a, a few other names. And they said, hey, this is what we're doing. We're we're launching mm-hmm. a new side. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, excitement builds because you're there. You're there in the foundation period, and um, they wanted Canberra to be such a part of it because Western Sydney to Canberra is a three hour drive. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, they really do include Canberra, and and it is Canberra's written on the back of the the jerseys um, of GWS. Every uh, every time they play in Canberra, they actually change the song. Um, you know, there's a big big sound in Canberra Town. Um, okay. You know, so every every Canberra game they change the song for us. They have lots of functions down here, and and like I said, we get three to four games down here. So outstanding. Uh, yeah. Well, you you do remember when we were, before we started recording, you know, that we we talked about how Americans tend to change history, so that's why I mispronounced the the name of the oval. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> Maybe it was my accent there. I don't know, but uh, so let's go with that. Yeah are you are you happy with the decision of Toby Green being named captain? Absolutely. Look, I okay. think. Toby's one of these guys that I think he needs that responsibility on his shoulders. He needs to have players looking up to him. I think as as part of the, the peer group, as opposed to the leadership group, mm-hmm. you saw him change again, that little bit level of maturity. Um, he, he's going to have more, um, you know, more to do with the coaching staff, more to do with the admin staff. Uh, and he's now the recognized leader of the club. So some people need that responsibility on their shoulders to actually mm-hmm. tone down what they're doing and to make them a bit more mature and just a little bit more level-headed and thinking, hey, some of these things that I do, you know, I'm not only reckon, uh, you know, it's not only about me now; it's about the club, right? And, and, and that, I think I, I'm wrapped with that decision. And that and that makes a lot of sense because you know because I was when I heard it announced, I and and like I said, what you just said there makes complete sense, and I think that's going to help him to to maybe rein in some of the questionable decisions he's made on the ground during his career. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I, looking at it from that vantage point, it's absolutely brilliant. Cause I was going to ask you, I said, you know, you know, can, I was going to ask you about whether or not the club can continue to live with his brain fades, you know, like the six games last year where they started out one and five, but hopefully, mm. hopefully what this does is that eliminates the possibility of that happening because he's realized that he has to be the one that's out there, on the forefront leading the club and that he can't be the one to have those things happen anymore. 
Yeah, exactly. So that, and, that, that, and, and I think people need, some people need that. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. So I guess as a follow-up then, I, I have to ask, uh, why didn't Collingwood name Jordan DeGoey captain? <laughs> so that would have been an absolutely amazing decision based on that. I think, great point. I think Jordan's probably a little bit more uh, behind maturity-wise than where Toby is at the moment. So maybe in two or three years, DeGoey might get named captain. Who knows? That just popped into my head. But after you give that explanation, I thought, I'm going to ask him about that. So yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. So I mean, and and it's amazing that the the and again, we haven't seen a lot of him on the ground yet this year because again, we're just going through the weekend of the of the official practice game before this before the before round one. But just a couple of days ago, he's he's also been named to be part of that group of players that are going to be appearing weekly on AFL 360. Mm-hmm. So that so that. That is interesting because quite often he ended up being the focus of conversation yeah. on 360 after, hey, look what yeah. Toby did this week, or boy, that was a boneheaded and, move. And now, yeah, and I, I love great. that because that's it goes back to the accountability side of it. Yeah. So exactly. now, you, now you're front and center. You can't hide anymore. Exactly. So you now need to, you know, atone for your brain fades uh, every Monday night um, on AFL 360. So yeah. again, accountability. Uh, and I just think that's it. It's an extra layer of man up. I think it's, I think it's, you know, I think it's actually a brilliant move. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, you know, and granted, you know, we're going to talk about it. You know, you've got, uh, you know, there may not have been a whole lot of other options, quite frankly, with, you know, looking <laughs> True, at, you yeah. know, you know, 10 players that have zero games at the yeah. AFL level and then eight more that have 10 games or less. Yeah, that's you know, right. Down it's to, a very down young to group. one. So yeah. it's a, an amazingly young group. But before we get into that, um, what happened at the end of Leon Cameron's tenure that caused him to just decide, okay, I'm ready to go now? What 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 do you think occurred there that, that led to that? I think in my humble opinion, it was a case of jump before you pushed. Um, and that's fine. And, and I think there was probably discussions around that with with not only Spike McVeigh, but obviously with the um, you know with the board mm-hmm. as to I, I think we're at a point now where we can't go any further. So we can develop, we can give you a snapshot and a look um, at who the potential next coach might be. So okay. so you know um, we've got time, we've got nothing to lose. We're in the bottom fourth of the ladder. Um, and it's a really good opportunity. And I think it was a very selfless decision as well, based on the fact that he's giving the club an opportunity to look at other coaches in a real life scenario to see how they're going to go. And that, and that, I think that tells you then just how much he cared for the club as a whole, even though he wasn't going to get to be a, to be a part of it later on down the road. Um, And, 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 you know, he, he kind of quickly landed on his feet afterwards. And I, I don't know if he got back onto another club in the assistant coaching ranks this year i've not seen his name pop up but uh no, i'm not 100 percent sure yeah. to be honest i did see you know not long after he left the club it was within just a couple of weeks i remember hearing him on the radio calling a game mm. you know very quickly afterwards you know they were you know he was one of the guys doing special comments during one of the radio mm. broadcasts because i because i was out early one morning walking my dog and if i you know if i'm not home to watch the games on tv i'll yep. i i can you know the 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 AFL website lets you listen to the games yep. on the different, you know, channels for free. Of course, you know, yep. SEN, SEN is now, you know, 
saying you have to be, you know, in Australia to listen to the their live oh, okay. stream yeah, right. through their yeah. website now. I used to listen to SEN all the time, but yep. now I have to wait for the uh, the podcast episode parts to come out. So they um, must be paying too much for their commentators, maybe. Could be, could be. <laughs> I, you know, and it it may it may simply be me because you know I I'm still. I don't know if I'm still persona and grata with them. Maybe they, because they, <laughs> I, well, I, and it's, it's, you know, I, and I've had this discussion with lots of other people. I, I know that, you know, being a, being a, a sports fan here in the United States, you know, I, I'm a, I've, I've been a diehard Cleveland Browns fan my entire life. I don't know if you follow the NFL at all, but uh, yeah, you know, the Browns up, have, baby. yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. New stadium <laughs> coming soon, I think. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, you know, the Browns have been, wayward for quite some time okay since they came back into the league but you know i Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm you know i'm not a i'm not a pittsburgh steelers fan who's in the same division but i respect the steelers because that that organization has run extraordinarily well but i absolutely i absolutely loathe the baltimore ravens (laughs) i hate it because they used to be the cleveland browns yeah 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 i i hate the ravens i mean i've joked (laughs) and i've said that if i i joked that if if my first wife my first wife owned an NFL team and they were playing the Ravens. I would go sit in the owner's box with her family to cheer against Baltimore. Uh, that's how much I hate them. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, um, but you know, but I don't have that. In, I don't have that in my DNA that I, that I dislike any footy club because I came yeah. to the game so late in life, but I, yep. but I do like to, you know, I reason I brought up the SEN thing is because, uh, would have been yeah right before the grand final of 2021 i was supposed to go i was supposed to actually be on this um the sporting capital and because i'd had i'd had somebody on my podcast uh who was one of the previous had played on the last premiership team with the d's and they wanted his contact info so they reached out to me they got that they said we want to have you on you know can we you know can you come on this date um and it was a week leading to the grand final. So I'm up at like four o'clock in the morning. I'm ready to go. I'm up and I've got the computer on everything. I opened my email. Well, we, we had to, you know, cancel your spot today because Carlton hired Michael Voss that morning instead of waiting until the Monday after the grand yeah. final. So been some great Keep free advertising. You got trumped. Yeah. So, so again, <laughs> if you're at SEN and you're listening, I'm still willing to come on if you'd like to have me on. So by all means, you know, my email is in the show notes. So go ahead and click on it and send me an email because I'll get up in the middle of the night to come on. No problem. <laughs> but absolutely. So, yeah, I, yeah, so and again, I, I I like to give Carlton a hard time, but I I don't I, I don't dislike anybody. You know, it's um, yeah, I yeah. I do I do tend to sledge on Richmond, especially after Dim is complaining about having to play at Marvel. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and I did yeah. I when I did the the Richmond preview this year, I actually got onto Google Earth and I realized I did the measurement from yep. the, the from the circle square at Marvel to the circle square at the MCG, it's less than thirty one hundred meters. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? So yeah. yeah. So we 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 fought over can, a patch of turf. You can make it there. Yeah. You yeah, there you'll be okay. There. Yeah, yeah you'll, you'll be there. Okay. Just, yeah. just crack on. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um are... I think that that piece about um, Leon um, doing special commentary, like so, mm-hmm. so soon after uh, leaving the Giants, speaks volumes on, um, you know, what people think of him, mm-hmm. uh, he, his knowledge of the game, etc., and him as a person uh, around the league. I think he's very, very well respected. He's an absolute gentleman, and, and I've never seen the man, um, you know, lose his cool. And I think that's probably why, uh, you know, you saw him so quickly into the media because he had, does have an astute football brain. Right, right. Um, and, and like with, with 
Buckley at the pies, you know, maybe there's just a disconnect with the players. Mm-hmm. Something's happening. We don't know. Um, but I definitely think it was the right move. Now, and again, we don't know what went, what went on behind closed doors, of course. Exactly. Yeah. But had he lost his, and I'm just, I'm going to go back to this one person this last time here, but had he yep. lost his cool with Toby Green, would Toby Green have grown up a little bit more quickly? Well, that's, yeah, perhaps yeah, so. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> Some, some people like tough love a bit more. I think Toby, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not sure. Maybe he needs that. Okay. Maybe okay. So are you, are you thrilled about Adam Kingsley? Uh, look, um, he could probably bench press the entire team. Kingsley. <laughs> like I love that guy. He's, <laughs> he's huge. Um, but he's definitely like, his name was banded around by a lot of clubs. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we were really lucky to get him, to be honest. Um, and he's he's come from that 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 Clarkson model, you know, uh, from Clarkson. He went over to uh, to Dimmer, who was also another mm-hmm. one of Clarkson's protege. Right, so right. he's been around en- enough, and he's seen enough. Um, and, and hopefully, he can um, bring some of Dimmer's toughness, I think, to to um, to the Giants, and maybe a little bit more of that forward pressure. Let's bring back the orange tsunami uh, through there the you middle. Go. You know, there you go. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So. Uh... Looking at 2023, what does a successful year look like for the Giants? I personally think we're in a mini rebuild at the moment. We, there's been a lot of turnover. Uh, I think this, the the kids that we've that we've bought in, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Tom Bedford in particular, one of the older kids, um, one of the older kids, he's from Melbourne. But bringing those guys in, um, I, I think a successful year looks like anything above say anywhere between 14 and 16 on the ladder um, and let's get seven wins as opposed to six. Um, and let's see, let's see a change. You could see the change. We want to see a change in the game plan. Now, if it's not working straight away, well, that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. we've had a preseason under the new coach. It's going to take time to develop. What we want to see is just improvement throughout the year. Um, for me, that's a successful year because that's something to build on. Okay. Are you, you know, it's just, you know, it's, I think it's inevitable. You're going to be playing some youngsters this year. Cause as we mentioned just a little bit ago, you know, there's, there's 18 players on the list that have 10 games or fewer with yep. 10 of them, not having, not having played their first game. Yep. So, absolutely. Yeah. I think young, um, young Cadman, actually, I think bringing him in alongside um, Jesse Hogan in the forward line, I think, I mean, it's probably really, really early days, but look at Carlton did it, you know, with uh, Murphy and those guys years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you're bringing these, uh, you know, number one, say the top 10 um, rookies in the AFL, they're, they're AFL ready, you know, that mm-hmm. 15, 20 years ago, n- no way in the world. But now these kids are AFL ready. And I think bring Cadden in alongside Jesse Hogan, um, you're going to give him a bit of relief in the forward line and it's, it's, it's step up or step out. Okay. Ultimately. Okay. Um, that's the world according to Wes. I could be wrong. <laughs> so I thought I, I thought I was wrong once. You know, I was wrong once, but we've already talked about her. We already talked <laughs> yeah, about her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And and yeah, you know, I just okay. One last time, I have to talk about her, and I and I joke with my students about this. I tell them, I said, yeah, you've all seen her before. House fell on her, legs rolled up. Dorothy got her shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, may the yeah. devil take us all. Bless yeah. him. Yes. There, there you go. So, what what are you going to be? Yeah, and again, you know, you're, you, I think you were, you know, you had some very practical steps this year. You know, as you said, go from six to seven wins. Try to get up, you know, get up to that, you know, twelve to fourteen spot, that sort of thing. But 
what are the indications that that you hope not to see but if you do see them you're going to go okay this isn't going to go as well this year as we had been hoping yeah okay so there's a couple of big tickets for me one of them is that defensive mindset uh that boring football um Mm -hmm. and just going back within ourselves if we're trying to push forward um and we can see we're moving forward um and we're still losing that's fine we can accept that if we go back into that defensive mindset and then you know try to hold off a lead or you know stop the bleeding um and then just try to stop the bleeding without trying to go forward that to me is a big failure mm-hmm. um like i said if we're pushing forward we can see a change in the game plan we can see the positivity there but we're still not winning the wins will come um toby green toby green going back to his old ways and not maturing and not uh and doing those silly things yeah. um now Based on a Toby Green incident, not on what the AFL world perceives is a Toby Green incident. Right, right. Um, you know, as you know, we're often maligned for what for our history and our past. Um, if he's going back and doing those silly things again, then you know, perhaps Kingsley's not the man to uh, to you know best guide him and and mentor him. Uh, something's wrong there to me. I'll smell a rat. Or, or he can take him behind closed doors and bench press him a few hundred times. Yeah. Well, um, and yeah, you know, <laughs> through the roof. Who knows? Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> get a tough love, Toby. <laughs> yeah. So, um, is is Cadman who you're most excited about seeing out there? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for me, it's Cadman. I, I think there's just so much. Well, you know what? Too, I want to see uh, Harry Hilmberg. I want to see him stay in the back line as well. Now, I think um, Kingsley wants to bring him, push him back forward again. But I think Spike McVeigh, absolute stroke of genius, moving him back to the back line. I think it was absolutely brilliant. We need to see him stay there because you've got your Sam Taylors and guys like that that are doing wonderful things. But, you know, I think Himmelberg across that back line, roving across there was just brilliant. Stroke of genius, a la Darcy Moore, you know, mm-hmm. with Collingwood, um, could rejuvenate his career. I think by doing that, if we press Cadman forward, uh, take that relief off um, – you know, if, if he pulls in a couple of marks, he could be the next Jersey Cameron. Uh, evidently, he's built like Jeremy Cameron. He plays. He's very mobile like Jeremy Cameron. Um, I, I think um, Jesse Hogan's a little bit more uh, stay, in the, stay in the goal square, take the big mark or take a hanger. Um, then absolutely, I think Cadman, for me, is the most exciting prospect. Okay. Um, what can the – you know, while, while GWS – it may take a while for it to become, you know, what somebody might refer to as a destination club. What can, mm. you know, cause we've, we've seen, you know, an exodus him, you know, you, you know, the, the, the names that, that are not there this year, you know, mm. you know, Tanner Bruin, you know, Bobby Hill, Hopper, yep. Yep. Uh, Jake Stein, Toronto, all leaving, you know, what can, you know, what can be done? Cause it, I think, you know, Gold Coast, even both of them being new sides and Gold yep. Coast has started to to turn the corner, I think on that in terms of locking kids up and getting yep. them to stay there. What, what can GWS do to get, so I think to say, um, let's, let's stay here for a while. Yeah. And that's a, that's a good point. I think what lured G, so originally GWS, they both come in roughly the same time. I think it was about a year apart between mm-hmm. the clubs and the Gold Coast really struggled to keep players initially and they went downhill rapidly. Whereas GWS really went on a high trajectory right, really right. early. They peaked in 2019 and then all of a sudden down we come. We had a pants pulled down by Richmond in the grand final and all of a sudden everyone wants to leave, but that's salary cap pressure. I don't think that's, I don't think that's um, got anything to do with, either Sydney, where it's at, what it's doing. Um, okay. I think that's just purely 
salary cap pressure. Once we can level that out, and we're starting to do that now, you look at guys like um, Taranto and Hopper, they were more probably, they're our last really high-end, big draft picks that are on big money. Mm-hmm. And all due respect to those two gentlemen, I would have loved to have seen them play and stay, but for less money. I don't think they were worth the money they were on. And we can replace those guys. We've got an exciting midfield. We've still got one of the one of the best midfields, I think. And if it fires, look at Caniglio. He, Canelio, he's back on the – he's returning. He's back. He's had the captaincy taken off him last year, the year before, and he's back. He's And he's just going to improve. And we've got all of these kids that are just going to step up. So I think once we start to see improvement and, and a little bit more stability, I think we're going to keep those players like Gold Coast. Okay. Um, you know, I think with Kingsley – they can see the future. We're moving forward, um, and I think it's just going to be uphill, to be honest. And now, how quickly we move uphill, hmm, time will tell as long as we're moving uphill. Now, it's, you mentioned Stephen Canelio there. Um, hmm. Having step, you know, having, and I don't, I don't know, did he step away from the captaincy, or did somebody take the captaincy? Did they say we're going to move on to somebody else? I don't. Yeah, I think. He, yeah, so for him, he was removed from the game. See, it okay. was just too much. He, okay. he, it, his performance just went downhill, and that's a lot of pressure. And some people just don't handle that pressure. Whereas I think Toby Green mm-hmm. will embrace that and and crack on. Um, but yeah, Cornelio was definitely removed as captain because he yeah. got dropped, and you can't yeah. have your captain right, right. not playing in your first eighteen. Yeah. So do you, you know? do you think that that do you think that having that pressure removed from him is going to revitalize him to where he's able to? I can just go out and play footy. I can yep. go out and, you know, get six or seven clearances a game and, you know, get, you know, yep. 25, 30, you know, cl- you know um, disposals and maybe kick a goal or two and, yep. and just become, you know, that that really, really solid player that I was before the, the pressure of the captaincy started hitting me. I mean, this could absolutely this this could be, you know, turn out to be, you know, quite the you know a real stroke of brilliance, you know, having yep. switched those positions because it it's it's helping to fit maybe the, the temperaments of those two, of those two men. Yeah. And that's a hundred percent correct. And, you know, leadership um, comes in all shapes and sizes Mm -hmm. and all different forms. And you don't necessarily have to be the best player at the club to be the captain of the club. Um, Look at guys. I'm going to go back to Collingwood again. Uh, Nick, 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 uh, I forget his name, played the premiership year 2010. Um, You know, rated one of the worst backmen in the league yet was an absolutely brilliant captain. Um, And captaincy does things to play as you see it in cricket all the time um you know uh if Cornelia can just go out there and play footy concentrate on his job on that day not worry about what the team's doing um leadership necessarily follows um through actions um and i think you know that will certainly help him but on the flip side toby green i think needs that little bit of extra pressure and just Mm -hmm. needs that um I think he just he needs to be more accountable and more in the forefront, and this will do that for him. Nick Maxwell, by the way. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah Nick that's Maxwell. okay. Yeah. It's, it's 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 nice having a second screen over here to the left where I can yeah, keep the keys real quick it. and look and go. You know, Doing my research like, for me. Like, God, wow, this guy is brilliant. No, he can type fast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nick Maxwell, that's the man. Yeah. In fact, um, he went over to uh, the Melbourne Storm in the rugby league as a as a you know, in a leadership role over there when he left Collingwood. Nick Maxwell. So, so again, kind of that, like that, kind of like Joel Selwood has just done. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. And that's where Melbourne Storm is a very, very savvy rugby league side. 
um, in the heartland of the AFL using different skill sets. Uh, I know they had a reciprocal deal with Collingwood there for a while. Uh, Collingwood were doing tackling drills with the Storm um, Mm -hmm. and Storm and Collingwood players were doing kicking and marking drills together. So, you know, a bit of cross-code, you know, uh, teaching there. Brilliant. And, and, you know, from what I know about rugby, I think, you know, the the players are, are, generally shaped a little differently than than most yep. footy players you know yeah you know they're they're absolutely they're, i'm not sure if you remember tr- more tree trunks in rugby i think yeah absolutely i'm yes. not sure if you remember carmichael hunt and israel falau so they were two signings that came over izzy came over to gws uh, in okay. our inaugural year okay. in 2012 um and uh, carmichael hunt went to the gold coast suns now they were both exceptional rugby league players okay and they were they were they looked more like uh, spongebob square pants that's how they were built they're just boxes <laughs> you know um and um again with all due respect um but i I urge you to go back and look at uh photos of those two guys and how their bodies changed throughout their afl journey um and their body shape just completely changed due to the nature of the game yeah interesting so so i I guess i have to ask you know once they transitioned from playing rugby to Mm -hmm. playing footy um did they soak in all of that knowledge Staying with the spo- staying with the sponge reference there. Sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Um, yeah, look, some some did. Look, Israel Flair went off, went over to rugby union and okay. uh, made a name for himself playing for the Wallabies. Uh, didn't disgrace himself by talking too much, but uh, I think they they couldn't make that transition a hundred percent. It was just mm-hmm. too much rugby league ingrained in them, and uh, the sk- a lot different skill set in rugby league, and it's, it's not a not as many. Um, tools required in your toolbox if that makes sense um again not not disrespecting rugby league i love that game but yeah there's a lot more skills required in afl uh, okay a more broad range of skills yeah i and i've not i've not watched much rugby i i I kind of understand a little bit of the principles of it but i you know i don't know if i ever watched a complete game of it and and quite frankly i i at this point in time in my life with as far as consuming sports i'll watch i'll watch the cleveland browns Yep. I'll usually watch the Ohio State Buckeyes football team, and I'll watch the Naval Academy football team. Oh, yep. And and then I watch footy. That's yep. it. That's, and that's it. enough. I don't. I don't watch. Don't watch baseball anymore. And I'm a mm. huge ba- I, baseball was my first love. Oh wow! And I, okay. And I'm, and I'm I'm so I am so thankful for footy fitting right into that slot because I'm I'm so angry with what Major League Baseball here in the United States has done to the game that I love. They're to me yep. they're destroying the game, and I'm just yep. I am so I'm just. I, I, and it really, it hurts, but that, I haven't that's watched, interesting I haven't you say that in three years. Wow. Well, like I said, that's interesting you say that because a lot of that's happening in, in the AFL as well. There's mm-hmm. diehard supporters that are just turning off. Collingwood played a practice match against, I forget it was, maybe it was Hawthorne. Um, our man, Dagoe, has uh, done a tackle. tackle. It, yeah. Yep. The guy's hands were free. You know, um, nothing untoward, but there's talk of him getting weeks there, and 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 that's right. the sort of stuff where players are saying, "Come on, you you can't yes. protect everyone or everything." Uh, there are genuine sling tackles out there, hundred percent, where the arm is pinned and all that sort of stuff, right. and that was generally the idea behind that rule. But yep. you know, he had him around the waist; his hands were free; he could protect himself. Um, and and people are saying the same thing: keep changing the rules, keep yeah. softening it, and we're walking. Yeah, it's. Uh... Unfortunately, That's a sad indictment. I think you might be. Yeah. Um, so who do you see, you know, and I, you know, Cadman, I, I, I think he's probably going to find his, his way into the, uh, into the 22 round one. I would say he's probably going to be penciled so. in there. Yep. 
Yep. Who do you see? Who else? Because again, there are spots available since so mm-hmm. many people who were in the 22 last year are mm-hmm. no longer there. Who yep. do you see finding their way into the 22 that, that weren't there last year? Uh, I'm going to talk purely sort of our new draftees here, as opposed to sort of the more established mm-hmm. kids that we've had come up through the academy or whatever. But I think Tony Bedford, not a draftee, he's coming through across from Melbourne. Um, he sat behind, you know, Kasai Pickett for a long time in Melbourne and just couldn't crack it. He was there in emergency for, I think it was about 15 games straight or something, just couldn't crack it. This, this, mm-hmm. This kid's an absolute legend, and he's going to be your next, you know, he could be your next uh, a mini Toby Green, potentially. He's a really good in-and-under type player, and he will just come out at a 1,000 miles an hour. I think he'll definitely add value either across the half-forward line um, or in our uh, in our midfield. And and, and I think, uh, you know, Grzewski, who's come across, he's uh, he was, uh, I think, pick 22nd in the draft. He's a tall utility that I think that's going to be able to be used across, you know, across half forward or across half back, maybe even switching in the ruck potentially. Uh, Proust will need a hand there. But I think he, this kid, I think he's just going to prove he's nice and, and mobile and fairly versatile. So I think he'll come across and, and do some good things. Okay. Okay. So uh, what is your bold prediction for the Giants this year? What what is the thing you're ready to you're you're ready to say? Okay, I think this just might happen, and other people might just sit back and go, "Whoa, okay." Toby Green, top ten in the Brownlow. I like that, and let's just let's just say I hope I hope that he is eligible. <laughs> I, I, and I, and I mean that sincerely. I, yeah, I think no, that, absolutely. You know, with the, with the yeah. captaincy, I, I think that that, that might be, I like that. I like yeah. that. I think it's, yeah, I, cause you know, I don't, I don't think there were many clubs that would say, no, I don't think we would want Toby green, the player on our side. I don't, I can't think of any club that would, that would say, no, we're good. We, we wouldn't, we couldn't find a spot. Exactly. For him. Yeah. Toby I green, mean, the it, person, however, Maybe well, different and, story, and, and maybe that's going to ch- maybe that's going to change. Yeah, maybe that's going to change. I've, I've met Toby a couple of times. He's an absolutely ripping bloke. He is such mm-hmm. a good guy, such a lovely person, so quiet and measured. It's just classic white line fever, I think. Okay, okay. So yeah. the the twenty twenty three season has come to an end. Whatever yeah. round that is, you know, maybe they maybe they make it up to the twelfth spot. Maybe the the stars align and. They're playing in an elimination final, and they, maybe they. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah. Uh, what does the headline in the? It's it is the Sydney Herald, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Uh the Sydney newspaper. And yeah. Let's let's go with um. Yeah. Herald. Yeah, Sydney Her- oh, Herald. Sun. No Herald Sun. Herald Sun. Herald Sun's Victoria. Okay. Um, Telegraph. Sydney Telegraph. Okay. What what the does the Sydney? What does the Daily Telegraph's headline about the Giants' 2022 season say? The Monday after the season ends for them. Massive improvement in Giants 2023. Okay. Okay, I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. Uh, fairly benign and but uh, uh, but it's I think it's optimistic and fairly generalized but I think that's the best we can hope for okay. massive improvement yeah so not mm. not a giant step forward although if we're doing a play on words which is <laughs> question let's let's go with that one 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 small step for Toby one giant leap for giant there you, kind there you go oh that's even better that's I like I like that one so 
we're, we're going to go ahead and, and file that one away and we'll send that off to them so they can they can utilize that one if they choose to do so then. So Absolutely. So who are you who are you looking at for your top 4 this year and who do you think might sneak into the 8 and who do you think might fall out of the 8? Okay. Top 4 for me. I mean you can't mm, somewhat Geelong, Melbourne, Sydney pretty much a given I think. Sydney may slide out, but I've, I'm going to chuck. Um, it'll be between Sydney and Brisbane, in my humble opinion. And and I think big sliders are going to be, uh, I think Collingwood potentially could have second year blues under Craig McRae. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, I don't want that ha- to happen for re- reasons discussed prior. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think the big mover um, is North Melbourne. Your eyes really like, like, out of your head there. Like, yeah, like, yeah. As, like as in making it into the eight North Melbourne? No, no, no. Don't okay. be silly, Craig. Okay. We need okay. to. Okay. Small I just, steps. Okay. I didn't. Okay. I was just wondering who you thought might be, you know, <laughs> who might sneak into the eight. But okay. I, speaking, no, I, so I, I speaking think North the eight for me will be Brisbane. Yeah. I think, Brisbane I think, will sneak into the eight. Brisbane was in the eight. Or sneak into the top four, sorry. Top okay. Four. <laughs> eight. They're in the eight. <laughs> top four. That's okay. No, I, I do think North is going to be improved. I, I most definitely think that. Yeah. It's uh. I mean, you know, they've got the most to gain, I think, and they'll they will as far as um, gain the highest ladder position mm-hmm. based on where they were. I think it'll definitely be North Melbourne. They they could finish twelve, thirteen. Okay, okay. So are Very you ready? Bold for, prediction. No, that, well, that's that's not a bad one either. I mean, I, I are you ready for a little bit of Giants trivia? No, but go on. The, the, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to be really embarrassed. I'd be prepared we're, to cut this. We're gonna we're gonna have fun with this, okay? There again, there <laughs> there are there are no prizes going in the mail. There's nothing right. like you know nothing like that happening. So, um, these eight giants, all of whom played at least 16 games, averaged more than 21 disposals a game last year. Uh, Cornelia Green, Green squared. So Tom, uh, Whitfield. Taylor, I'm probably well short. Uh, uh, only, Proust, only, only one green. Only one green. Uh-huh. So it'll, it's got to be Toby. Won't be Tom. Um, Josh Kelly, um, Cal Ward, Lockie Whitfield. You mentioned Whitfield. You've got. Uh, I'm, I'm highlighting the ones right here, real quick that that you'd mentioned. Uh, you've got. I think you've got six of them. You've got. You've got Kelly, Canelio, Green, Whitfield, Ward. So I think we have three left. Mm, interesting. Good one. Let's go. Uh, I'm just trying to think. It's going to be my. You know, thought process will be more Backman. So we'll go. Probably Nick Haynes. Uh, Connor Iden, Braden Bruce. Nope. Uh, Toronto. <laughs> None of those. No, and it was Tom Green, oh, by the course. way, not Toby. Not to- it was Tom, was it? It was okay. Tom, not Toby. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Uh, t- Toronto. Yeah, see how easily we forget. They're gone. Toronto, and Hopper will be in there too. I Isaac, Isaac Cumming. Oh, yeah. And and Harry Perryman. Perryman, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you got, you got five out of eight there. Okay. And then so, they went through the whole list, of course, but you know, that's all right. <laughs> Law well, of averages. Which which didn't take long because you've got 18 guys that never played, you know, hardly played a game. So <laughs> exactly right. You, you can eliminate you, you, them right there. <laughs> you don't even, you've not even played enough games in your career to be on this list. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so since the club's inception, mm. who do they hold the highest winning percentage against? 
They've got 11 and five against this club. I want to say North. Gold Coast. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Mm. Makes sense. It's, it's okay. We're we're doing okay here. We, we got five <laughs> out of the first one there. So this this twenty two game player last year led the club with ninety six point nine percent time on ground. So he hardly ever came off. Yeah. Oh, it's it's, it's got to be Cal Ward, doesn't it? It was not. Whitfield? It was a defender. Perryman. Himmelberg. Sam Taylor. Sam Taylor. Sam Taylor. Sam Taylor. Now, all right, here's – you might get this one since you since you've kind of been there since the outset. Yep. Who was the youngest player to ever play a game for the Giants? It'd almost be Toby he, Green, wouldn't it? And he is on the list right now. And he's played okay. all of he's played all of four games at the AFL level. Oh, okay. And he's still on the list. He is still on the list, which means he must have gotten those four last year because he's nineteen years old and nineteen years and five months old right now. Oh. Right, sorry, I was thinking first uh, youngest player actually that that played. Okay, yeah, no, hmm. Finn Callahan, Cooper Hamilton. Okay, okay. Well, Callahan just signed an extension too, did he not? He did. Yeah, another four yeah. years. And I bless him. Yeah, and I st- I still saw some people discussing. Well, that's doesn't mean he's going to be here long term which is you know definitely like a glass half empty kind of thing unfortunately yeah that's right but yeah. I, I think like i said with the way the club's going <clears> and if we can improve on last year i think we'll be a lot more stable with our signings i think i hope that's the case i mean we, I, I we love... had to we had to cut a lot of uh, salary cap issues and mm-hmm. you know the overhang we went in really hard really early and the afl did that for us as well and that's fine yeah it didn't work in 2019 so now it's time to start trim some of that fat away and just stabilize all right this 21 game player Led the club with, and let me just see here real quick. I'm going to look at one thing here real quickly. And I, I will tell you, he is a typically a midfielder, of course. Uh, this 21-game player led the club with over 530 meters gained per game last year. Brent Daniels? Uh, no, it wouldn't have been him. Um Lloyd, Daniel Lloyd. No, wouldn't have been anymore. No, 21 games you said, didn't you? Uh-huh. God, I've got to get off these. Uh, 21 games. Wow, that's a really good question. Um, no, I've got no idea. Isaac Cumming. Oh, of course. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, yeah. So clearly I don't concentrate on stats that's okay that's okay <laughs> so okay this is not necessarily a stat per se yep who is the only 200 game player in giants history 200 for the giants 200 for the giants he's played 210 cal ward mm-hmm. yes 
It is. Been around since day one. Yeah, I got one right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, this 20, and this name has come up already here. <laughs> this twenty. This so I'm, I'm giving you a hint. This, I'll probably this, name three quarters of the side. So it's, well, that, okay. Yeah. This twenty-two game player led the club with eight point five nine one percenters per game last year. Canelio or Lockie Winfield are good on their one percenters, and it's neither of those two. I would say Cal Ward again because he's good on his one percenters. Josh Kelly, Sam Taylor. Ah, oh, of course. I love that kid. He's amazing down back. He just nails it. He's a <laughs> yeah, beast. I, I've noticed, you know, because I've asked that question in each of these so far this year, and I think I think it's been a, it's been a defender every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an absolute beast. I think he's due for a breakout season. Actually, to be perfectly honest, um, yeah, he was our best and fairest winner last year. You know, he won all Australian. He's just going to slay it again. I say breakout season. He had a really good season last year, but I think he can only get better. All right, these. These three players tied for the the lead in goals kicked for the Giants in 2017. Oh, okay. Jeremy Cameron. Uh-huh. Um I think think Toby. Toby Green. Of the Green variety. Uh-huh. 2017. They all kicked 45 uh, goals. Himmelberg. Nah, it wouldn't have been him. Um, One of the more serious-looking people I've ever seen play the game. Serious-looking people? Uh-huh. Not, oh. not, not somebody that I would want to cross. Hmm. Um, no, I can't. I can't think. Jonathan Patton. Oh, of course. See how quickly we forget when they leave the club. Poor old yeah. John. Now, there, there's a kid that never really hit his mark. Like, so mm-hmm. much potential. Such a big lad. Um, and, and you're right. Yeah, really, really good resting bitch face, as we call yeah. it. Um, sorry, excuse my language. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, he was a beast. I really fell for that kid because there was so much potential there. And uh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you can edit that I, out. My apologies. No, 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 no. I will not edit that out. I just, I just, uh, I was not expecting those three words today, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't, you know, if I, if I had my bingo card that said, okay, during these 18 interviews, okay, you're going to get bonus points if you get rested bitch face. And I said, that's never going to happen. You know, yeah. uh, Lad Brooks is going to give me really good odds on that one. <laughs> So stick with uh, me, Craig. You never know what's going to happen. You know, wow, so. that, that is, uh, <laughs> you know, it, 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 he had a pretty good scowl. He just, yeah, looked, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. He, you know, he, he looked like, and, and again, this, this is not meant to, you know, with any disrespect, cause I know he of listens course, to yeah. every episode, Yeah, absolutely. But, but, yeah. but, he, but he, he looks like, you know, that, that angry face he had always yeah. looked like the, you know, when you went when you rolled through the credits at the end of the the latest Bond film, it oh, was yeah, always yeah, like yeah. Thug Number Two that didn't have any yeah. lines that was standing yeah. there next to the the villain. You know that that was there to. And then you you see the photo with his arms crossed like that, and he's like four pick handles across the chest. You know he's yeah. huge. He's mm. just a big guy. I mean, you know, he yeah. had, he's a handsome guy. I mean, I, I it's you know I 
I mean, that's the thing. I, I tried getting my wife interested in watching footy. Oh yeah, what, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. She be, she be, she became a a baseball fan because she thought you know certain players were cute. So okay. I thought I, I thought I would try the same well, thing. Yeah, AFL. There's so, a lot more well, flesh on display. Well, I mean, I I found I found you know articles you know online that that were showing the clubs you know doing their training sessions at oh, the yeah. beach in their budgie yeah. smugglers and such. Yeah, and, yeah. And you know, and I and one of them happened to be you know, it was a day you know that Hawthorne was at the beach and, and you know. Oh, yeah. There's Jay Gormier running around it. Yeah, Jay Gormier yeah. is a handsome guy. And so I, 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 I sent these articles to her. <laughs> she still no hasn't dogs. watched any, she has, still hasn't watched any footy yet. Wow. She's missing out. Oh, well, I'm, I'm trying, but you know, there's, there's always oh, well. hope. Yeah. There, there is. Yeah. Because yeah, we, we don't, you know, our, our TV system that we have here now, I mean, all of the, this is what's interesting is that, you know, baseball salaries have gotten so out of control that mm. the, the, the different, the company that will like, broadcast like your local games like the the cleveland mm. guardians here yeah the company that does that is a uh it's a it's affiliated with a uh one of the casinos bally's it's called wow. it's called bally's bally's sports great lakes but they have like a 20 of these around there that'll carry like the nba major league baseball nhl games and these these regional sports networks are shutting down so yeah. the the nba the National Hockey League, Major League Baseball are finding themselves without right now without an avenue to actually get their games televised in the local wow. markets. Yeah. So I, I think that the, you know. And that's a death of sport right there. Well, I well, I think it, I think it's going to be the maybe the death of free to air sport, the free to air sport, but also the, the you know, the 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 spending also, you know, because you've mm. got, you know, you've got. You know, you've got yeah, you know, ind true, individual yeah. players who are signing, you know, contracts for, you know, 45, 50 million dollars a year. Crazy. But it's, you know, it's it's just that money, I think, is is about to dry up. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and so I'm I'm really curious to see what happens, which is why striking right now with while the iron is hot with footy. Yeah. Yeah. Is here's something you'd be able to watch. OK. Last well, the question. AFL just signed oh, a ahead. massive deal. So sorry, the AFL just signed a massive right, deal. Right, right. Um, yeah, like four million dollars or something, TV rights. or No, it was something crazy. It was huge. Um, mm -hmm. in, in our sporting uh, right, world, right. it was a massive deal. Yeah. So splitting the games amongst Foxtel, uh, Channel 9, 10 or whatever it was. Yeah, huge. So well, the, the, the one the one thing that, that that we talked about off air that I'm doing those other that other series of episodes is that my my thesis has been if we if we could get one percent of the United States interested in footy, just one percent. That's ten oh, percent. That's ten percent of Australia's population. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if we can get one percent of 1%. us checking out the yep. games, you know, even you know half of them buying international memberships. Yeah, and and yep. following the game. I mean, just think about the 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 finances that would roll in for the yeah. uh, the league, where you could start, you know, funding, you know, research into, you know, head injuries. You could start, you know, yeah. financing local footy again because I see yep. all these local footy clubs, you know, especially the country footy, they're go that are going under because they go, yeah. they don't have the resources right now. Yeah, and it it's just tough. I, yeah, it, it's we're we're here we just got to figure you know because they don't do yeah. a great job of marketing in here because there's no advertising for it at all yeah i can imagine yeah. it's it's it's, yeah. a, it's a tough market over there there's lots yeah to choose you're from. right you're right yeah. so last question for you and this yep. is a bit of this is a bit of a downer question but i think you're going to get this one yeah. if you think about it okay, okay i have right. i have faith who had the lowest disposable dis disposable the lowest disposal efficiency for the club last year and this name has come up quite a bit 
do I want to say Toby Green again? It was Toby Green. Yeah, I, I'm thinking purely based on pressure. He'd be mm-hmm. like um, a, a pot of honey and uh, ants all around him. <laughs> um, so as soon as he goes anywhere near the ball, he's going to yep. get poleaxed. Yeah. 50, 58.6%. Yeah, so. makes sense. That's, I mean, that's that's higher than that's some the, of the ones we run across this year on this. Yeah, look, it's not an indictment on him. I think it's just an indictment on the pressure. Oh yeah, that that, that he's under constantly, and, and that's physical pressure. None Absolutely, of it. yeah. He's a really cool head, though. So to talk about uh, perceived pressure. I, I don't mm-hmm. think he gets that. You know, it, it's it's all actual real pressure. So, right, yeah. right. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm. Uh, you didn't. <sighs> I don't know if you. I don't know if you had the worst score on this. Again, I didn't keep score, but uh, <laughs> you got five on the first one, so you got five out of eight on that one. And we struggled on a couple of other ones, but you know, you. Well, I would have been happy to stop at number one. You know, that's fine. Yeah. Quit while well, you're ahead. Well, I could edit out the ones in the middle if you want me to. <laughs> let's, but let's here's the thing. But here's the thing. Everybody that's listened to all the other episodes are going to then reach out to me and say, well, how come yeah. you only gave the guy from GWS two questions? Yeah, geez, the GWS so, only got like two questions. Yeah. What's going on? So so while we're talking about this, we're just going to kind of look at it and chuckle at it and just leave this here. So Absolutely. <laughs> Please do. Please do. So um, what are you know, what are – is your involvement, you know, once the, uh, you know, the club comes to the Manica Oval. Monica. Uh, Monica, Mon- not yeah. Man, Mon. Okay, Close. sorry. Monica. Mon, yeah. okay, sorry, mm. okay. So they come to, uh, they, they come to Canberra to play footy. Um, yeah. What Do you have any involvement with the club at all there since you were one of the foundation members or is that? Uh... Yeah, so we get to do things like, um the, the banner, mate, you've seen the banners okay. that they raise, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those of us in Canberra, um, sort of within that, oh, I don't want to say inner sanctum, it sounds too elite and wanky, but sort of <laughs> the core group of players, of, of supporters, and mm-hmm. we'll get the messages start coming through. Hey, banner making's on this date. So we'll we'll go somewhere in Canberra which has got the facilities and we'll make the banner for the game, for game day. Um, you know, with, uh, and, uh, you know, every now and then a player will come down and help us and have a chat with us and, you know, we have pizza and have a laugh and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and then on game day, we, you know, we help raise the banner and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, quite often as foundation members, we have um, lots of um, uh, inner sanctum type um, functions and stuff like that. where you can just no. chill out, hang out with the players, have a beer and a chat and stuff like be, that. So. Be careful. That does sound too wanky. Um, <laughs> 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 but, you know, it's it's. And as long is, as you're not wanky with the resting bitch face, you'll be okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this this is one of the th- and again, I'm I'm in a way I'm I'm envious from afar mm. because of, and and it's not not just with you but with supporters of all 18 clubs because of the 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 relationship and and, yeah. and I and I I've even used the, the love affair between supporters and the clubs. Because there is that there is that that genuine, I think, love between the sport. And sure, yeah. they sledge on they sledge on their own players when things are not going well. They're gonna they're gonna, yeah. you know, I, I I see the stuff during you know the uh, um the the Jason Dunstall show, you know, the bounce, oh, yeah. you know, where they where they're showing the, bounce, the old yeah, the old yeah. footage of the guys, you know, the people in the crowd yelling at people. I I I yeah. that's I I know that that sort of thing happens, but. Yeah. The fact that, that that relationship that you have with the players that, that that you get to interact with them that 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 you get to see them as as human beings and such yeah. you know is is yeah. is way cool because sports in this country 
we we you know fans are in completely different orbits yeah yeah you know, and and, yeah. and i really feel for for that for for you guys for that and for mm-hmm. other sports within australia as well that just don't get that connection so uh my daughter was in love with rory lobb uh when he played for the giants and so my wife made this massive banner rory is our bfg mm-hmm. you know big friendly giant in the yeah. riding of the bfg sort of thing you know so mm-hmm. we would have that banner at every game uh when they're down doing the goal king practice and stuff, Rory would come down and say, hi, thanks, appreciate the banner because we're sitting right on the fence. Right. Uh, during cool downs, you know, you'd be near the cool down room with the, with the banner and Rory would always make a point of coming out saying, hey guys, it's good to see you again, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, you know, to have that interaction, I think we're so lucky, even amongst other clubs within Australia. You wouldn't get that at Collingwood, Carl Ness, and, you know, it's just there would be a really select few that would get that opportunity. So, yeah. Yeah. But but you get even but you get yeah well that's true because of because of the the sheer volume of membership yes so, yeah absolutely yeah. yeah and 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 I guess deep down do you hope that you find yourself in a position someday where that doesn't happen because that means that the membership has grown for the side to where the club is maybe being successful and people have yeah. bought into it and you're going but I was here from the beginning yeah absolutely you know, that, so but, yeah so you want to be uh, and I, I can't. Rem- know the gentleman's name but the old fellow that you used to see all the time in the sydney swans games so him yes. and his wife would sit down the goals the old fellow with the gray hair he sadly passed away recently mm-hmm. but he was an icon of the swans you know right. but they were never too big they always showed him and he was always there and around in some capacity you know would i love to be that guy where the giants are like you know hey you know wes has been here since day dot you know he's in his 80th year of membership and, and the club is so big but we still remember that guy you know what i mean mm-hmm. that would be ideal even if I wasn't that guy and the club was that big and in 80 years, I'm still supporting them. Still happy. Yeah, it was, um, I have to go back here because I, I, I actually, one of my episodes was titled Kenny Williams, I think was his name. Kenny Williams. That's his name. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Because I, yeah, yeah. It, back, back in November, I did, it was, you know, I started out with that, you know, I, it was, I actually, it was about that, you know, about, you know, it was Belay Kenny Williams was the title of that episode. Yeah. Yeah. There so, you go. Yeah. <laughs> Because so, yeah, would, yeah. I, would I love to be the Kenny Williams of the Giants? Yeah, 100% I would. But you mm-hmm. know what? If I fade into insignificance and, and the, the Giants do become that massive club, I'm happy either way. Okay. Yeah. You, know, you, you want to yeah. see the club successful. Would you, and it's nice to say I was there from the beginning. We've got we've got a banner. We've got a wall of foundation members. You know, there's only X mm-hmm. amount of us there. You can't take that away from us. Yeah. Um, it, it is what it is. And, and it's that sort of heart and soul that we need to keep around the club, I think. That's outstanding. I mean, that, that is that I, I, like I said, I am, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad I, because I've only been following the game really since 2016. So it's not been a terribly long time for me, but I'm so, I'm so thankful that, that I have, that I've found it. Um, yeah, and I remember seeing it a little bit back in the eighties when ESPN here was just starting out, but you know, nowadays, you know, when ESPN talks about the ESPN of today to, here in the United States yep. talks about footy, they mock it. They make fun of it. Wow. They're mm, sanctimonious. I just, I just, I just, you know, they, they, they kind of poke fun at what, what's going on during the course of the game. And I'm thinking yeah. if you jackasses only knew how great this game was, you know, you, <laughs> would, you wouldn't be mocking it. So just seriously, yeah. just, just shut up and talk about the, the basketball scores and the hockey yeah. scores and such, and just stick with what you know, because you don't know a damn thing about this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's yeah, and that's exactly. Yeah. And it's not even you don't even get angry about that because it's just it's ignorance and not in a bad way. It's just you don't right, know, right? And you don't yeah. know what you don't know. So yeah. it's easy to make fun of something that we that we don't know about. Right, and that's why I'm doing this thing where I'm trying to encourage people to check it out. 
So, and I'm in, in, in my, my list, my, like my show notes, that will come with each episode is going to have a, a whole list of YouTube videos yeah. that yeah, awesome. could, you know, could show, you know, some of the, the key things that, you know, they might find interesting there. Cause you know, yeah, I've yeah. always, I've asked people, I've said, you know, well, what, you know, during those episodes, I said, well, what game would you recommend that I find on YouTube and share with people? And I said, of course, it cannot be the 1989 grand final. Okay. Because the games, <laughs> the games are not like that anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What a, what a game though. Oh my Lord. Jeez whiz. That was, yeah. 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 So I, I would prefer the uh, replay of the 2010 grand final, you know, but okay. that's just me. There you go. You know? no, it works. Yeah. It works. <laughs> well, I'm just looking, I've got, I've got the, the posters from the, uh, the Herald sun here for, 07, 09, and uh, 2011 up here. So, I mean, I've got... Uh, so know. you're missing the most important one. Should be right in the middle here, yeah. If you have... Yeah. I, mean, I, well, I would hang it up there. I mean, I could... I could certainly find, see what I can do. I could certainly find room there. I mean, I've got a... Well, I'm in a closet right now. I don't know if you really you could figure that out. I mean, I'm in, <laughs> in a, a walk-in closet in one of our empty bedrooms, in our spare bedroom here that I've turned in. <laughs> I've, tur I've turned this into where I record. I mean, literally, I, I have a desk here. Yeah. You know, I've got shelving. I'm, I have... I have a bunch of old like uh, polo shirts and t-shirts that I use oh, as yeah. my sound dampening up here behind yeah, me. Yeah, nice. So, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it it works out great. I mean, I actually uh, I do I do all my hmm. grading for I do all my schoolwork up here too. Okay. Yeah. So, nice. So you know, I I, I come it's I, funny I come you... home and walk into the closet and then come back out again at the end of the day. So. <laughs> Too many jokes out. I'm not going to touch. <laughs> Having said that, so with your sound dampening stuff, it's interesting. As members of clubs, you you get a polo shirt every year, you mm -hmm. know, um, and you wear that polo shirt for that year, and then it kind of goes in the cupboard. So you've got a mm -hmm. ton of polo shirts, right? Right, right. So um, I was in uh, New Guinea uh, 2015. I did the Kokoda track, and um, uh, you see all of these kids in these villages, you know, these poor villages up in the New Guinea Highlands, and they're all wearing, you know. Uh, Collingwood polo shirts from, you know, membership shirts from, mm -hmm. from whatever year, because, uh, you know, people just donate all of these clothes over and right, they're right. all the old, prim, uh, the old membership shirts. So it's, it's, it's absolutely brilliant to, to see, you know, you're up in the middle of nowhere and there's all this, uh, AFL gear. Well, I mean, I, you look at that, you look at the date on that one. I was not following the game at that time, but, uh, that's yeah, a, that's a 23rd, yeah. that's a, that one, that one was actually, that hat was actually sent to me by, uh, uh, Catman. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Troy, Troy, yeah, Troy West, yeah. I had, yeah, that's I, him, yeah. I actually yeah. behind behind the empty Vegemite jars, I have one of his bandanas that he used to wear. That oh, he nice. sent me as well because I had well, him on. Go. I had him, I had him on the show uh, last year, and he he reached out to me because he 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 needed to buy some new like wig hair for his costume, oh, yeah. but yeah, the, right. the the company that he had bought it from all the time here in the states would oh. no longer ship to Australia. Oh, okay. So yeah. he said, you know, he said, can you do me a favor? Can you, can you, you know, if I Venmo, Venmo you the money for the stuff, can you order for it, order it for me and ship it to me? I said, yeah, no problem. And so I ordered it. Yeah, nice. I, you know, got the package here. I opened it up. You know, we got on Zoom. I said, is this, is this what you wanted? Absolutely. Yeah. Package it back up, sent it to him. He sent me a box full of stuff. I mean, I had, yeah. you know, I got all kinds, all kinds of stuff from him. So nice. yeah, he's, he's, awesome. he's been, he's been wonderful. Yeah. He's been yeah. great. Um, great to if talk you need to. Any, if you need any giants uh, gear for your, for your back wall there, just let I, me know. I, we can hook you up. That's not a problem. Well, I, I, I'm not, I, it's funny you mention that because I, I've, you know, I am a cat supporter and I've asked, you know, people about this because, you know, you see, you see kids nowadays, and I, I'm sure you see this even in, in Canberra, you know, you'll see kids wearing NBA jerseys 
of, yes. you know, you'll see, you know, the, you know, the LeBron James and the Giannis guy and the, you know, all yep. the different players. And you might see the same kid that has 10 different jerseys yep. you know, that has 10 different, yeah. you know, and maybe yeah. you know, he might have 10 different NFL jerseys yep. you know, for different players on different teams. So, uh, you know, my, and I've asked this thing, I said, you know, if, if I'm trying to promote the game, you know, is it, is it wrong of me to, you know, to be wearing, you know, cause I've got, you know, buddy of mine who wears, you know, he, the teachers across the hall from me will wear usually like a, a pullover, like a polo shirt yep. from like different college sports teams almost oh, every yeah. single day, you know, cause he, he buys them on um, uh, like a, 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 a fan site where he gets, he gets them on, he buys them on clearance. So he doesn't yeah. really care what, which team it is, but he buys <laughs> yeah. them and he gets, he gets them cheap. So he wears different ones all the time. I said, so I That's said, cool. is it, is it okay if you're trying to promote the game? You know, if being a yep. supporter of Club A, if I if I was to wear to school, a, you know, a, a polo shirt for Club B or Club D or Club G. Mm. And, and some people have said that would probably be OK. But then there are some people who said under no circumstances are you allowed to wear that other that other team's colors at all. I was like, I get yeah. it. But, you know, it, I understand it. But it's just it's, you know, that's such a such a cultural thing. And that that's generations of yeah right exactly built in you know right um, yeah yeah absolutely it's like, and, it's and, like i wouldn't do yeah. it there yeah, <laughs> yeah <that's right. laughs> people think you're weird if you're walking around one day in an yes i mean it's, 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 it's not like it's not like i would go to a game you know wearing you know one one team's colors and then leave the game wearing another team's colors hey hey who would do that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know um but, but as right, i said we, you know that's yeah, as I said, that's not something we're going to get into. No, we're, that's gonna, right. we're going to leave that hanging, and people are going to go. I wonder what they're talking oh, about. Yeah, those two weirdos. Yeah, yeah they, they, they can track, they yeah. can hypothesize there. So, um, you know, do you do do you do anything as far as any kind of communication stuff about the club at all? Because you know, this was you know the 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 Giants were one of the clubs that I had a really difficult time finding any kind of. Mm you know, podcast or anything like that yeah, right. based upon no, not, the club. not generally. Um, okay. Not generally. Um, happy to, to do it. So I've done it like with the club with regards to mm-hmm. um, a foundation member's perspective of the first 10 years and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and this is probably the only other thing that I've done. Um, okay. Yeah, it's just, you know, if I'm reaching out to you, you don't advertise. I mean, there's guys like uh, Michael Shilato, who I think whose name got mentioned to you. He's our, he's an icon of the fan base in that he is um, our cheermaster. So Michael's a big, bald guy that wears a green um, sweatband around his head, and, and he's okay. the one who leads our cheers. Okay. You know, um, he, he loves the game, and he's crazy mad as well. So, you know, there's guys like him, and they're in Sydney, so they lead that push. So as okay. a Canberra-based person, you're kind of like the, the red-headed stepchild a, a, a little bit, you know, and that's fine. That suits us uh, perfectly well. Now, do you do – you, and I, I should have asked you this before, but do you get to any games – at Giant Stadium during the course of the year? Yeah, you try to get to one or two, absolutely. Okay. Um, okay. And they're the bigger games, you know. You, you don't want to go and watch Giants and Fremantle or something without disrespecting other clubs. But, um, you know, your Collingwood's, Richmond's, Essendon's games mm-hmm. like that, if you can get to those at Giant Stadium, very, very well worth okay. it. Because uh, we're never going to get the big crowds here at Monica. Monica, our um, stadium is... Yeah, I'm, um, I'm not saying a word. <laughs> <laughs> our, st- our stadium is, uh, it's about 8,500 mm-hmm. um, capacity. So, you know, AFL aren't going to spend the money on a Collingwood to come up during the premiership to lose 
you know, potentially fifty, hundred thousand dollars in in revenue because right, they right. couldn't fit the fans in. So, now, and that makes perfect sense. Do you think, you know, because we talked off air about, uh, I think it was before we started recording about, you know, where, you know, with Tasmania likely getting the nineteenth side, yep. is, do you think sometime down the road is is Canberra a viable option for their own separate franchise? Do you think their own separate team? Um, <clears throat> If it was, it would be a relocated side. Okay. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a brand new side. I think there's enough um, expats here in Canberra uh, from Victoria. There was a massive public service. So Canberra's obviously the capital of Australia. It's right, the right. Um, the public service mecca, I guess, or mm-hmm. civil servants. I believe you guys call them. Um, where you know this is where the the heart of the government is, et cetera, et cetera. So public servants are everywhere, as far as the eye can see. So a lot of there was a massive push in the uh, early eighties, late seventies, for public servants to come up to Canberra. They relocated a lot of um, the the local infrastructure and stuff around to government, um, and 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 they've pushed it all up here. So lots of Victorians in Canberra, lots of love of AFL. Okay. Um, so I think it look it even the Giants now you. You know, you go to a Giants game in the early days and you could swing a cat. You could sit wherever the hell you wanted. Now um, they're, they're asking us to sell our seats if we can't go because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a sellout. And that's great news. And that's wonderful yeah. news. Yeah. Um, a couple of other franchises, North Melbourne tried to come up here and do it. I think St Kilda tried to come up here and do it. But I think the Giants has been the most successful one. Um, and for whatever reason, there is a massive hate of the Swans here. Um, hmm. and, and I think that's wonderful when I say hate, it's a great, it's a, it's a very healthy rivalry right, um, right. or sorry, you, you know, them as the Swans, we call them lesser Eastern Sydney. Um, um, and you know, <laughs> we are created, not relocated as we quite often like to, uh, remind our, um, lesser Eastern right. Sydney counterparts. So I, I... I, I get that. I guess yes, it, definitely the 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 South Melbourne Sydney Swan. Uh, yes, uh-huh. yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you know that's uh, and that creates a, a great rivalry. But I think a relocated side to Canberra potentially might work. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might we might be five or ten years away from that though. I think. Um, but you know who knows that they they're talking about building a bigger stadium here in Canberra. We've got Monica, we've got um, what was that uh, again? Geo- <laughs> Monica. <laughs> so let me t- let me let me let me quickly regale you with the story behind that. So you said Manuka at first, and everywhere around uh-huh. the world it's it's Manuka, but I think originally uh, comes from New Zealand, Manuka honey, etc. That's the way it's pronounced. However, the urban myth here is that when the Queen came uh, for the Jubilee, it was seventy seven or something like that, she pronounced it Monica. Uh, oh. So uh, apparently the Queen uh, and everyone after that just adopted that. Now, I'm not sure if that's 100% true or not, but it okay. sounds like a great story. Okay. Yeah. Now So, I, so l- let me just ask you this then, you know, if, mm-hmm. if Meghan Markle was to show up and, and pronounce the name of it, would you direct, would you absolutely call it the exact opposite of whatever she said? I think so. I think okay. the um, I think the, so. The yes. Crown Prince of Canada, uh, a Crown Princess of Canada. Yeah. We would definitely go against that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm, I, I'm, I only follow that in, you know, in, you know, kind of in passing just to kind of chuckle at it because it's just, it's mm. the whole situation with she and her husband, you know, is I oh. think just slightly laughable, you yeah. know, that it's, it's like, you know, we're doing this world. To, I, I, I don't know if you saw it, but South Park absolutely skewered them 
I haven't watched it yet, Bryce. So yes. I, I'm I'm going to, but I really yes, yeah, you know, I haven't seen it yet. Where they where they they they're showing up on talk shows, walking out. You know, these characters are just supposed to be them walking out on stage on these talk shows with signs saying "Leave us alone, respect our privacy." As <laughs> they're getting ready to yeah, come and yeah, sit down right. and talk. <laughs> and suppo- supposedly yeah. she's a little upset about that. And uh, you know, mm. I I don't know about you, but I'm not going to lose a moment sleep over that. But uh, nah. Yeah. Look, so. I, I think it's a case of a couple of privileged people that, that are actually getting pushed back uh, that they're not used to, um, and they're just going to cry victimisation, and it is what it is. At the end of the day, there's there's kids in Australia, America, all around the world that, that can't get dinner at night. So I, I think right. there's bigger things to worry about than, than those yes. two imbeciles. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. I like that. I like that word. I, I'll yeah. I go with we'll imbecile. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to use ass hat, but imbecile works as well. I love ass hat. Is one of my favorites. Yeah, <laughs> love ass hat. It's a great saying. Well, Wes, this has been this has been a lot of fun, man. We you know, we kind of went off the rails here a little bit at the end, but uh, slightly. I think that, yeah. that is perfectly okay. And hopefully, hopefully, you're still listening because uh, you 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 maybe learned a few new words, a few new phrases. <laughs> um, you, you you realize that if something happens to either one of us, it was probably Jonathan Patton that did it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love you, Jono, if you listen. Yep. <laughs> but, um, so, um, I, you know, Ohio, O-H-I-O. Yes, there you go. Well, the yes. problem is my, my, my address is in my show notes, so it'll, he can find it uh, if, he, if he needs to come yeah. here. Yes. And when, when you're done visiting, we, you know, you can certainly go to the amusement park, uh, in town, which is, you know, got more roller coasters than any other amusement park in the world. So nice. Come on, come on by for a visit, John. And, uh, yeah, maybe you'll smile when you, uh, when you're on one of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, so. <laughs> All right. Well, Wes, this has been a lot of fun, man. I, I appreciate this. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, absolutely. Um, yep. I'm, I'm hoping your breakfast is not cold now. Um, It's gone by the wayside. I don't know what's happened, but maybe the, the cook's gone into retirement. I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually a pretty adept cook myself. I mean, I, 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 I didn't get to be as big as I used to be. I was going to re- say rely, relying on other people to do I my cooking that, for that's me. Right, yeah, yes. I, don't, I don't mind getting in the kitchen. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's so mainly to eat humble pie, but aside from that, we go yeah, all right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so you know, and I, I, uh, I do appreciate this. You know, this this was a lot of fun. I, 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 I do hope I can reach back out to you again. Um, in the absolutely. future to do this kind of thing. This was, this was absolutely wonderful. And ladies and gentlemen, my guest is, uh, Wes Jasper and, uh, he's in Canberra. And, uh, when's the first Giants game in Canberra this year? What round? Oh, that's a really good question. I knew you'd ask me a hard one. Um, I am completely unsure of that at this stage. Okay, uh, let's, let's one of the first one, it's round maybe three or four from let's... memory. See here. Uh, actually, it's round six this year. You got Brisbane coming to town. Yep, nice. Uh, six, yeah, six and eight are Brisbane and the Bulldogs. So that, that wow. And then you got you've got the okay. Suns coming there as well. Yep. They, so yeah, they normally do two <clears throat> fairly close to each other, and then the next one around July or August. Okay, that what? Yeah, July twenty first. So you've got yeah. uh, April twenty second, May sixth. And then July twenty first. Uh, Perfect. And of course, then you have the Swans coming up on April the 29th, uh, First off at the SCG. So yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that'll be a that'll be a really good game. That's either going to be a close game or a blowout. That that's in Lesser Eastern Lesser Eastern Lesser Sydney, Eastern right? Sydney, correct? Okay. Yes. All yeah. right. Well, Wes, thanks so very much, man. I appreciate it. I hope you had some no fun. I, I know I did. Um, had a blast. I'll, 
I'll I'll send you, I'll send you the answers for the the. I'm kidding. I won't do that. But <laughs> we we had fun with it. That that's all it was supposed to be. Yeah. Yep. So, well, cheers, man. I appreciate no worries, it. Craig. Thanks, mate. Stay out of trouble. And um, yeah. Cheers. Like an old uh, an ex uh, commentator used to say, old Scotty can't think of his last name. Keep on punching. There you go. All right, Wes, man. I want to thank you for uh, sitting down to chat with me. I uh, I am still waiting on the uh, the bacon rolls to get dropped off here, so I'm going to give you just a couple of more hours to to get those here, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, we did have quite a few laughs during the recording, but we had, I think, safely to say, even more once the recording uh, had been shut off or before we actually turned it on. I think we we had a great conversation. He's somebody I, I really enjoyed talking with. Now, folks. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, uh, I just want to let you know you can find everything related to my show over at my website, ayankonthefooty.com. You can get on the mailing list there, so when new episodes come out, they're in your inbox about 45 seconds after that new in, that new episode comes out. And I do previews each week, reviews of games from the previous week. All through the season, I'm, I'm doing interviews with... Uh, Basically, whomever I can find, whether they be former players, I've had a couple current players, um, people who were involved in different clubs at the local level, all the way up to club presidents and everybody in between. I just, I, I love talking the game and I, and I really, really enjoy learning about this, this game that I fell in love with about seven years ago. So if you want to get on the mailing list, new episodes will be in your inbox very, very quickly. If you enjoy the podcast, I do invite you to head over to my website and click on the review button up there at the top, and you can leave a review right on my website, or you can click on the one that'll take you to Apple Podcasts, and it'll be allowing you to leave a review there, which you can then uh, you know, help to hopefully trigger Apple's algorithm and get the podcast in front of more ears throughout Australia and here in North America, as well as the rest of the world. And uh, if you want to help out the podcast, you can certainly do that. That little yellow button in the bottom left-hand corner is the Buy Me a Coffee button. Uh, everything that I publish is out for everyone to consume. I know a lot of places have Patreons, and that's absolutely wonderful. I don't do that. Uh, I don't have, I think, enough content that I can hide things behind paywalls and such. And, and I'm not begrudging anybody that does that. But uh, everything's there for you to listen to. If you want to help out the show and help keep the lights on, you certainly can do that. Um, if you want to buy some podcast gear, you can click on the store page up at the top as well. And the neat thing about the Redbubble company is that they have production facilities right in Australia. So if you order a sticker or a T-shirt or whatever the case may be, they'll produce it there and ship it to you. So you don't have to have it shipped here from the United States. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for tuning into the episode. Look out for one another. Uh, let your friends know that you're okay. Check on them to make sure that they are okay. If you need to talk to somebody, I have many of those numbers listed in the show notes, places like Beyond Blue. Don't hesitate to reach out. Don't hesitate to, you know, find out whether people are okay or not. I think that, you know, we owe that to ourselves to make sure that we're okay and to check up on our friends as well. I appreciate all the kind words and support. Uh, I truly, truly appreciate it. And those of you who have been gracious with your time and helping me to garner a, a love and appreciation for this game at the highest level and also learning about the game at you know the, the lower level competitions all the way down to youth football and that sort of thing. I, I cannot thank you enough for that. Again, if you're a first time listener, I close out every episode the same way. So I'm going to go ahead and do that right now. Ladies and gentlemen, may your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. Thank you.
This has been episode 241 of A Yank on the Footy. Again, don't forget me that you can reach me at yank underscore on Twitter, at A Yank on the Footy podcast on Facebook, A Yank on the Footy on Instagram, or you can search out my name, Craig Wessels, on Facebook or LinkedIn, and you can find me there as well. Um, love to connect there. I do appreciate you listening. I do hope you'll consider sharing this episode with your friends and family, and I do hope you'll head over there and subscribe to the mailing list or give me a follow over on my uh, website uh, where my podcast originates from through Podbean or on Apple or wherever you listen. Hit subscribe so those new episodes show up on your feed whenever they come out. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so very much, and until next time, goodbye.